Welcome to the 4Jack Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the 4Jack Podcast, brought to you by our friends over at Jackson Labs, the brand consultants that we trust to get our brand going in the right direction. The brand consultants you can use to do the same for your brand Go check them out at jacksonlabs.com. That's J-X-O-N. This podcast is also brought to you by, God, the one and only TaylorMade Golf. I know the boys have been out here playing a lot this week. We're training for the Modern Meet Open. Just really grinding. And you know what? The TaylorMade lineup of Sim 2 drivers, hybrids, rescues, and irons is helping our games immensely. If you need to go get fit and get sorted out, go check out TaylorMadeGolf.com. Um... Yeah, let's get right into it. Uh, I probably can talk about uh, another sponsor later in the show, but first we got some. We got a lot of things to cover here. Let's say hello to the boys first. Let's go out east. David, how are you, sir? I'm very good. How's everyone doing? Nice weather today. Not so nice Saturday Sunday here in Ontario, but looked pretty nice out of Vancouver. So compliments to those that got to play golf this weekend. Me, not so much. It's hot here. It's lovely here. Should just move out west. Just take the plunge. Hill house. <laughs> Fair Hill enough. Hill house. <laughs> Tombo, what's happening? Not too much, bud. Uh, saw you last night, obviously, at uh, Dan the Man's. We had a little competition, a little cookout. Good times for the kids. Um, we've just been enjoying some work today. Bumped into Parks earlier at the office. And uh, good to see you, David. Um, looking good. Learn a little bit more about Rory Sabatini today, but we're not going to get too far ahead of ourselves. Let's say hi to our buddy Parks. Boys and girls, David, gas station Chinese today for the win or what? I'm more interested in how you're enduring food poisoning. Well, you told me not to order number five, and I got uh, number two, number three, four, five, and six, I think. So life goes on, but a little food poisoning. Uh Lost a little weight on the weekend. Look a little slender, I think. So, uh, not the best long weekend, but uh, thirty-three hours, I guess, in bed. Caught up on all the Olympics. Somehow missed the golf, but uh, yeah, I know everything that everyone needs to know, or anyone needs to know on uh, the Olympics. So, check that box. Yeah, you were busy with the cricket photo shoot. Maybe is why you were looking so thin. Are you sure that wasn't the case? Maybe. (laughs) It was not, but uh, shout out to cricket ambassador Brendan Leonard winning on the McKenzie Tour. A little, little comeback. That was a little exciting. So, uh, but no, no, uh, no photo shoots this weekend. Um, you know, maybe lose some weight down the road, but not the best way to lose it, I guess. This guy's powering through a pod right now. This is his flu <laughs> game right now. His flu pod is what we'll call yeah. it. Yeah. Got it. Style. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Um, should we get right into this? Get into this Olympic talk. I mean, it's really well, the only thing that was going gonna, on. I'm going to jump Go into just before we get into the Olympics. I want to know what happened to Parks on 17 and 18. I read some of the group chats, oh, yeah. and uh, he finished like quad triple or something wild. Can you give us a little info? What happened there? Uh, yeah. You know, the funny thing about practice rounds is it really doesn't matter. So I I said this before we teed off this morning. No matter what happens today, it's probably better not to play really well. Just get some numbers because if you shoot a number in a practice round, 
you walk in with expectations and typically it goes the absolute opposite way so that being said played well today and couldn't get it into the house just got uh a little squirrely maybe a little too greedy trying to be super aggressive and uh i just got slow jammed hitting it into another fairway waiting for these guys to hit nine shots before i actually got to my ball and and then I just dumped one in the trees in the water. So not a, not a strong finish, but pretty easy holes. So nice to know heading into the modern meet open, the unofficial Canadian open this year that, uh, you know, there's some potential there. So we'll see what happens. Well, let's just clarify your 500 going to the 17 T and disaster struck. Disaster struck. Yep. Yeah. Was, uh, uh, we'll also throw this out there. This guy's been couple, working couple on doubles. it. This guy's What's been that? working on something. He's been grooving it lately. Like there was a swing change made, and it has been freaking insane. Yeah, shout out to uh, Coach K. Can't uh, can't say we spent a lot of time this previous Friday, but the one before we we spent about an hour on the range on a pressure mat, some flight scope stuff, some swing video. So yeah, just about the process, right? Committing to it. The one thing I will say at Newlands for this coming weekend, like. The guys have done an amazing job with the greens. They look real, real good. They're still a little suspect about some of the raised cups and some of the mower lines. But uh, I think Harold, the uh, groundskeeper, is going to get that dialed in for next weekend. And uh, I think there's going to be some real low numbers. The greens, again, pays were pretty slow today. So kind of what what you'd seen before and what's your wheelhouse. So it's going to be exciting. Yeah. Baked out, slow greens. I don't know. It's going to be a low number. <laughs> Scary stuff. I know uh, based on your idea of it's good to go out and shoot a bad number, me and C Pays have that in aces right now Ooh. headed into the modern meet open. Yeah. I don't know what you did today, but I know yesterday we went out to the home of Adam Sandler and uh, Happy Gilmore, the old Swampy set. Swampy set. Was it soaked and hard? It was soaked and dead. Yeah. Like, I'll be honest, weird? like, I, I know that place gets a lot of, a lot of hype around here. I was not blown away. Even if, if it was in like great condition, it would have been really fun. Like some cool holes. Question no. number one, though. What, what tees did you guys play? Yeah, to the back. Wow, really? Yeah. It, huh. You know what? It's not that hard of a golf course. Like you can, there's just dumb mistakes being made. But it's not like, I don't know. It, I wasn't blown away by it. Like it didn't feel like, for around here, like if listeners don't know, like a Vancouver golf course public golf course if you're paying a hundred bucks like it's a really really nice golf course around here like golf is pretty reasonable and i wasn't like oh wow this is worth a hundred dollars like you have this clubhouse that looks like a castle and you're like oh this is cool but like i didn't think it was that great to be totally honest with you i'd rather play squamish wow i'm like seriously a hundred bucks all in cart and everything or no without cart 135 with cart yeah wow that's a little aggressive. Yeah. And then the reverse of that today, playing Redwoods, pretty much the same price, but like a completely different experience, 100% better quality of play, mind-blowingly better. Not even close. What's the, what's the view? Fraser views 100 bucks, isn't it? Prime no, time? 55. No. 55 bucks. City versus not city, so yeah, I see yeah. that. But still, like that's a heavy ask. One thirty-five with cart. Mm-hmm. These ways. Some tee boxes look like they had hair plugs too. Yeah, they're taking dead. advantage of that. Little patches of grass every now and then. It was a tough scene. 
Shout out to whoever plays Swampy Set and uh, 135. Wow, that's good. You're balling. Obviously, you drove out there in your Ferrari, so good for you. Great practice green, though. I will give them that. Phenomenal. That's If you want to be a member somewhere and looking for a good place to chip, you should go there. Uh, let's not talk about that too much longer, though. But uh, we don't need to bash on Swampy Set for too long. Yeah, it's like we're just having a bash. Yeah, yeah Adam Sandler's going to call into the show yeah, here. And no freak shit. Let's, let's get into some Olympic talk here. So, really, that was the only golf that was going on this week. Obviously, you know kudos to the pga tour for being like hey let's just shut down the tour for this week and allow the olympics to kind of take center stage like i th- I find that very impressive because they i don't think that they would ever stop for anything really but we did get a week um xander obviously taking down the gold medal but with the second place just being an absolute shit show with a seven-way playoff and Okay, you know what? I will give this to Xander. Xander had a great week with the second round 63. He looked great, but like, I mean, all four rounds in the 60s, he looked, from what I saw, total control of his game. Wish he could do that on the PGA Tour or at least the majors. I think the story of the week, though, besides Sungjae and Siwoo Kim having to go back or having to go to the Army, it's Rory Sabatini, man. Like, the final round 61 with 10 birdies, an eagle, and two bogeys, it's truly like... It's insane. Like, I, I, Andy Johnson always makes fun of Rory. It, like, really, really takes him down. Like, Andy Johnson from the Friday podcast. But he made a comment, and obviously it's like a backhanded joke, but it's like, best rounds of all time. Rory's 61 in the Olympics. And you're like, I know you're joking, but at the same time, maybe not. Like, it's legitimate. Like, it, it's, it's insane, the fact that he did that. Like, this guy is like 15 years removed from, like, the prime of his career. What's more insane is the fact that last week when we were doing a little miniature Olympics previews, you started calling out Rory Sabatini as potentially being the upset guy to come out and prevent our South Korean boys from getting their Olympic medal military exemption, right? So like, I don't know what you were in tune with with Rory Sabatini last week, but like, you knew he was trending. He's an abdicator. It's a joke. Like, I, I think they should strip him of the medal. Because he's like he he manipulated the system. He could never make the South African team if he was actually still a South African citizen. There's no way. He never would have made the team. It's That's- called positioning, bud. You know somebody that does that very well. So take a little tidbit from that. It's it yeah, and it's just so weird when you listen to interviews and it's like Rory Sabatini, Slovakia, and he's got this thick South African accent, and you're like, nah, man, like you you manipulated the system. Like, who who's your playing partner on your team? Who's the other guy for the Slovak team? Tell me. I don't know. Bet you the Slovaks <laughs> are pretty pumped. They have them right now. Oh yeah, yeah. Get a medal. Medal count one. Yeah, right? <laughs> Thank you for choosing us over your homeland. Yeah. Even though you couldn't make the team, but hey. Pays, are you looking right now? Yeah, I want to see. I don't think there's. I don't think there's anyone. I think he was the only one. I think there was somebody in equestrian from uh, Slovaks too, right? <laughs> Two Olympians total. <laughs> oh, can, medal count standing? one. They have three medals right now. Three, yeah. See, there you go. Yeah, he's the only <laughs> one, one on the Olympic t- on the golf Canoeing, team. shooting, and golf. Wow, what an incredible lineup! Incredible. Everything you Hello? do to get away from your wife, I guess, in Slovakia. So that's great. <laughs> I don't know. I like uh, Golf Channel's headline. <laughs> Slovakia's new favorite son, Rory Sabatini, wins silver. 
It's a good headline. It's I think great like the, really the game within the game that should have been talked about like early on in the week was who's going to be low Rory. Like, uh-huh. what were the, what were the odds have been on picking Rory Sabatini? I wonder what the betting odds were. They were probably insane. It would Mets, yeah. Like that would have been a game. Why no one was trying to play that one? Um, I don't know. I, I just think that whole thing was scummy. Obviously, we're. I, I think if you're a golf fan, I think everybody should have been cheering for the South Koreans. Like, we're gonna lose these guys for a few years now due to the army. Who knows what's gonna happen to their body if they maintain that swing? They may never have come back and play. You never know. You think those guys are going straight to the front line? No, they. No, there's I think nothing. They get, but there's training. They get, right, they get protected, and I'm sure they're still hitting balls at a sim and all the rest of that. Like, I'm sure it's not a total disconnect. They're gonna be working knows, in the uh, like air missile launch tracking system kind of land, so they can monitor like flights and trajectories and things like that. maybe an IT job, just a cushy IT job for the guys. I, I know there was guys that have done it previously and come back to the PGA tour and, and in fine form. It's like, there was no rust. Somebody recently, I can't remember who it was exactly, but somebody recently came back and either won or was, was competing at a high level. So I'm not sure it's like a total, you know, you just like, you know that you're going to lose competitive golf out of them and it's, and like, that's your boy. So yeah. yeah. And it's like, you're going to write write him some letters or what? You guys should be pen pals while he's away. I might send him something nice. Yeah. Quick little video message. Yeah. Like, hey, don't leave yeah. me, Sungjae. Come of, back. Send him a picture. You do a couple of cricket shirts, maybe. Here, these will get you through, bud. <laughs> yeah. I like that. With little, heart, little yeah. hearts on them. Um, quick question. Do we know if the Russian Olympic Committee had any people playing in the golf tournament? Uh, No. And if you think Roy Sabatini is sketchy, how do you feel about the Russian Olympic Committee after they're banned from the Olympics and they got like their own team Uh-oh. again? Back at it. Yeah, I don't really understand how that works. And the funny thing is how the Russian Olympic Committee, like, it's the same, like, outfit and everything is what the Russian team would wear. Like, I, I don't get it. Like, what is the point? Do you think they're still, like, on steroids? <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't you be there free? Yeah, what, what are you, hey. Who cares at this point? You might as well just have a run at it. What, are you going to call us out for doing the same thing that we've been doing for years? Who cares? You know David, I mean? I'd be interested if you have any takes on this. <laughs> Not really. I think uh, steroids is like what they have every day. Part of their pregame meal, I guess. I have no idea. I have no real intake on it. I think it's obviously the corruption and some of the things that have happened in the past you know, decade with the Russian Olympic Committee and all that. I think the individual athletes that are clean and have been training are doing it legit, you know, should be able to compete at the same time. I think, you know, you're representing a country and, you know, I think it's, I think it has its challenges when you want to represent your country, but you're not affiliated with your country and it kind of gets confusing. But listen, I think, you know, some of the corruption, some of the things is pretty disturbing when you talk about amateur athletics at the same time, you know, it's, they're, I don't think they're all corrupt. I don't think they're all necessarily, you know, juicing, I guess, or taking steroids at the same time. You know, I think, uh, it's a bit of a gray yeah, area. it's a gray area. Again, I like it. I, I think it, I'm glad I asked you what you think about it because that's like, I think that needed to be said on the pod, and I figured you'd bring it. Thanks. Um, I think that's at so the same diplomatic. time, yeah, 
but I think the IOC too, like does a bunch of like shady stuff too. So I don't think they're too far from, you know, Russia in many ways, money talks. I don't know. Can we move to, on? Can we move on, please? Always monetary. Yeah. <laughs> from the unofficial member of the Olympic committee in Canada here, Mr. David. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I'm no longer allowed to travel internationally now. I'm banned <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> let's uh, let's get over to the playoff and CT Pan and a bronze medal for a guy that was like a very, very dark horse in this race. Yeah. What do you think the odds were on picking that guy to win bronze? Like you, that was a stellar group of guys too that you're beating. I mean, you're looking at call middle prayer. I wouldn't really put up there, but good on him. But Colin being up there, Sebastian Munoz clearly like a solid player. Rory's in there. Hideki would have been the one, you know, like at, at the end of the day, like that would have been the story that everybody wanted. Imagine mm-hmm. if that guy won gold this year or even just a medal and win the Masters, win a medal in your home country in the Olympics. Like what a dream year for that guy. Crazy. Yeah, just totally unexpected to see those boys kind of falter right at the finish line. Although Rory, I mean, everybody had some chances and Rory definitely had some chances final day, but just missed a, missed a short putt on 18 there to, to get guaranteed medal. So interesting to see that all kind of unfold. Can we just talk about the coverage? Like NBC's, you know, owns the golf channel. How How is this golf not on the golf channel? Like you get kind of half coverage. You kind of get brutal announcing. Like, again, being sick yesterday, like I got to watch the replay. But how is this not on the golf channel? Like, or affiliate somewhere along the way with that. I was going to yeah. ask what coverage first. Right. Fair. But I would love to have watched it, but like trying to catch a lead on a on some golf holes in the Olympics is pretty uh pretty tough to find out there for the kids. Yeah, canoeing and shooting was on constantly, but we couldn't find the golf, so maybe the Slovaks had something to do with that. <laughs> but yeah, I just I don't understand how this like this coverage should be prime time, yeah. Prime time, it's you know, should be in on the golf channel, should be sub licensed, or you know, the viewership's there. I think people would take more of a liking. Like, the women are playing allegedly right now, I can't find it. So, like, I'm on the internet saying that they're playing right now, <laughs> 7 50 p.m. Elena and Henderson saying 6 30 p.m. Sorry, there's no coverage. There's a bunch of Reddit threads trying to find a stream, right? Just like, yeah. Anyways, make it easy because, like, yeah, it's weird that they don't because you know how just dedicated the golf fans are. And it's like without the PGA Tour, it's like that's just that much more exposure to the Olympics from like our entire community. That, like, I'm sure whoever's the advertising dollars and money behind like Team USA right now, like, it'd be a good opportunity, even if they put it on fucking HGTV, which I watched a lot of yesterday too. I watched a lot of that. Okay, maybe they've already got enough exposure over there. Another channel. All right, boys, we got to talk about the elephant in the room here real quick. Does the player-caddy relationship matter in the Olympics? Is the caddy somebody that should be receiving something? Should they get a medal, a mini medal, a trophy, a plaque, an engraved cup, something, a wrist friendship bracelet? What's the deal? Mini medal or some sort of – they give a medal that, like, it's kind of like those friendship necklaces and stuff where like they are their own individually. Maybe it's like the, I'm doing a thing with my circle, but like the whole metal is like a thing with like a little insert of the 
the middle that's taken out, kind of like the toonie, right? Oh my god, are you talking about like those you give your girlfriend with the heart yeah. and your hearts mm. connect? Yeah, that's what they should do for the Olympic. I like golf. where your head's at. It's like Caddy, you he came all the way over there. He like is with you every step of the way. That like I think he deserves to be in on the action. I think C pays I don't know because he's sitting there looking at me real crazy, but like based on your caddy relationship at the uh, Golden Ears Open, I bet you he would have been hoping for a medal had you got one, like a little guy. I hope for a payday out of that. Okay. I, you know what, though? I This is a wild take, but like at the end of the day, the Olympics are supposed to be, and they have done a better job of it in past years, but technically when you're at the Olympics, yes, you are a professional, but you are also the best amateur at what you do in the world. Like, the Olympics are amateur golfers or amateur athletes. I don't think they should have caddies at all. I think it should be carry bags and you should be looping it yourself. You don't, why, why, do you, why do you get a caddy? No one else is getting help out there doing what they're doing. I think it should be, like, junior golf. Like, this is, like, a, you know, get your late range finder, whatever you need. Get your carry bag and hoof it. Fuck the caddies. Like, they don't get anything. They get literally nothing out of this. I I have tons of opinion going back when the golf was introduced. I think there should have been one male amateur, one female amateur, one male pro, one female pro, and it's a combined score. And then there's an individual, just like how the NCAA does it, but combine the men's and women's event into one. Like we talked about in my first podcast, I think they had a huge opportunity to finally mishmash them, but also showcase some of the top amateurs. You know, like mm-hmm. let's talk about player. You know, in Canada, Garrett Rank, who's at Westmount, he's probably he's top five amateurs globally. He's from Canada. You know, he's never going to be able to, you know, play in a PGA. Well, he could, but you know, to be on this potentially win a gold medal, um, like amazing. He could probably beat some of these PGA mm-hmm. Tour players. But I think the team score, and I think if it's a team event, then the caddy should be part of that team. So it essentially be a team of eight. Then you still have the individual title. You get gold, silver, bronze. So giving out kind of, I guess, I don't know how many Bob's miles there are, but yeah, bobsled. There you go. That's what I'm looking for. I, I just so. I find too, like, and I agree with you on that. Like, that's a missed opportunity. Why they wouldn't do something like that? But it's also like to get excited for something like that would be so exciting to watch if that's the format. But like, how am I going to get excited for Olympic golf four rounds? of stroke play it's not team there there's no team element to it like why even bring two guys from each country or four guys just send one like it's one tournament like they they need to do something like it should be like a rider cup format at least like do something interesting get the team involved in it i'm loving david's idea here sure like do that like in a rider cup format or the ncaa format like you're saying that's interesting like I you'd have know. players, you'd have players around the greens and like the excitement and like being able to go back and talk to them like you can in the NCAA. Like that coach now becomes yeah. coach and caddy. You know, maybe you do eliminate. You know, well, I guess you couldn't with the pro side, but having that coach come back and say, "Just so you know, this putt breaks this way, the wind's that way." Like just how the NCAA does it. I think it's you know, or even like how the NCAA does it with some of the match play events. I think that's too much logistics and too much time, but I think just having that individual one, two, three and having an amateur come out of nowhere and win a medal. And I don't know. I just think, or just have a normal PGA tour event, 
just have the top 100 players globally and just do you know, have the compete. Like, play. <laughs> right. So it's kind of weird because you're supposed to be the absolute best of your sport at that time, regardless of rank, regardless of, you know, your status sort of thing. It's supposed to be the absolute best. So I totally agree with David. The team thing would be they could do two, like they could do the individual and then they could have the team component and then have a little more golf, a little more focus on golf. That's a big audience you're capturing right now. And, I, and for the women, that's even huge because the viewership goes way up. You're not only getting buy-in from, you know, the golf-specific consumer, but you're getting buy-in from the country, wanting, you know, the pride of the country to be won there. So I think definitely there's some room for them to improve, and I don't think uh, I don't think they figured it out yet, but hopefully in the future they will. Did they build this golf course specifically for this Olympics, like they did no. in Rio or not? This was an existing. No, okay. It's been around since like 1910 or 1922, I think, something like that. It's Got it. So again, like the golf course doesn't necessarily have to be in the host city. It can be just in the host country. Find a golf course that has two great 18 holes and, you know, have a cut, have all those different things and bring the top eight countries, you know, and your women get in and just, I don't know, there's something they're just missing something and that's maybe them just trying to do it on their own versus, you know, using the PGA tour, the USGA, the RNA. Um, but again, all these people have their own agenda, their own egos, and they just, you know, the IOC has to, to do their thing. So life goes on. Get the rights to the Olympic golf coverage and then just build their own platform. So I like this. The four Jack yeah. podcast media company. So, well, so here's something, and I hope they figure this out. Like, this could be interesting. Because, I mean, yeah. Brisbane's going to hold the Summer Olympics in 2032. I know this is a ways down. But you think about it, like, Australia has been doing mixed events. They've, the Vic Open has been mixed for a while now. And it's like, if, if, they don't, if that Australian tour doesn't kind of intervene a little bit and go, like, look at, like, we should really do it this way. Like, that would be the prime place. To, I mean, hopefully we don't have to wait that long but probably will take that long. It's like, why wouldn't they get involved and say something at that point? Be like, look at this format needs to change. Cause it's like, I know there's a huge viewership for Olympic golf, obviously, but like, I'm not even entertained by watching that event or that style of play week in and week out on the PGA tour. So why would I want to watch it on something that only happens once every four years? Like you got to do something different. Mm-hmm. Well, Paris is going to be hard because there's just not a lot of golf courses. <laughs> Yeah. You know, championship golf courses. 2028 is interesting because it's LA. Like, do you go Brentwood, LA Country Club, Riv? You know, <laughs> um, LA could be the one that really shakes it up. But I don't know. I just think it's one of those things that it's so short sighted. I think the golf viewer wanted to watch golf. And unfortunately, it just wasn't really accessible. And the fact that it's kind of awkward, like, you have. You know, for the Canadians, Mackenzie Hughes and Connor kind of telling Elena, and like they're just trying to make like a content piece. And it's like, you know, it would have been way cooler if they were playing practice rounds together. And there was a national coach that, you know, was singled out, not their own individual coaches. You know, there's one coach allowed within the ropes, all those different things. I just think the format could just be so much better. I thought maybe 2020. And it's strange too, like, because you, the way, what you just said, like how it's singled out and these guys are like, kind of like on their own little islands. Like, yeah, they're staying in the, like in the Olympic village with all the athletes and like, oh, this is pretty cool. I saw this guy and that guy. It's like, yeah, but I don't know, man, like you're in another world. Like Rory's staying in Olympic village. The guy's worth freaking $400 million. 
and he's staying like next door to a shot putter that makes 20 bucks a throw on the no sex bed yeah, <laughs> yeah shout out no sex bed it's like i don't know man like this this is just so disconnected like i almost want to see no pro, no professionals there like go like hockey no pga tour pros get the amateurs out there i'd rather watch that to be honest with you Am I going to be surprised when Rory, Rory 17 shoots 61? No, nah, man. I've seen you do that on PJ Tour track. Okay, hold on a sec. What about the defending medalists and their lack of ability to defend their title? Defend. <laughs> Rose Fail. Fail. Yeah. Nobody. The whole format, it, it's just so messed up. It's yeah. like, it just makes no sense. Not being able to bring these guys, like their families over, but, you know, you can have a slew of coaches. Yeah. I do think the caddy does going back to the original question. I do think the caddy does have a massive role in, you know, the player's performance. And if you're not going to award a caddy, uh, you know, a medal, then going back to don't even said it, but like, yes, you're carrying your own bag or you're pushing your own bag and, you know, you're making your own decisions and it's really just a test. Like I'd rather see that. I'd rather see 144 of the best players in the world, basically go out and carry their own bag for seven days or whatever it is. Be an athlete. Four days. Be an athlete. Exactly. Like, that'd be sweet. And, like, don't get me wrong, as much as I love seeing Dale and Abe back together, my heart always warms whenever I get to see them spend time on the golf course together. But, like, yeah, man, like, you're an athlete. You're you're an Olympic athlete. Go out there and look like Leash and Cam wearing those ridiculous outfits and just hoof your own bag and put up a number. Like, that'd be sick. We need to get on the Olympic Committee for golf, I think. I agree. Yeah. Send a letter. I mean, Send call, a letter. Some, call somebody. Yeah. Let's do this. Um, well, again, we and, and I'm just going to go on one more rant because either like golf should have – foot joy should be the official shoe of the golf or Nike should be the official shoe or there should just be one. It's awkward seeing Rory Wick, you know, wear Nike, but he's sponsored by Adidas and or the Olympic team sponsored by Adidas, but he's trying to like show as much Nike stuff as he can. Then they allow the head covers. It's, it's still weird. It should be like, you know, no, no branded head covers or just three or four sponsors. We definitely need to be the Olympic committee for golf moving forward. I, I also want to touch on the Rory thing really quickly, but he was getting all people were up his ass about not wearing the hat. And it's like one, I find it really weird. That the Olympic committee would be like, Hey Rory, what's your hat size? You know, can we can we form your head really quickly to make you a hat? Like, that's a missed opportunity, but whatever. Um, but also, if if anyone had listened to the subpar podcast with Patty Harrington earlier this summer or this year, they was ta- they were talking about players at the Ryder Cup not wearing hats, and Patty told Rory specifically to whatever you're at, doesn't matter what kind of event, put a hat on. Make sure you have a branded hat on, whether you like it, whether whether you like it or not, whether it fits or not, put it on because people will take that photo and they will Photoshop Photoshop something on your head and you will lose millions of dollars on those photos. If you have the logo on your head, they can't change it because you can clearly see when you make the change and they could never steal that photo. Like Rory knows this. I find it very interesting that he's like, nah, I'm just not going to wear the hat. Like, I don't care about the Olympics. I'm going to lose the money. He's got a good head of hair, for sure. He should be like, and this is my other side of it, too. He should be like Robert, the next Robert Rock. He should go no lid. Fuck. He should go mullet. 
Well, I can tell you some of my involvement with the European Ryder Cup team in the uniforms. Hats are always something that's very overlooked. Yes. I can tell you in 2010 at Celtic, the players were in buying hats or their wives were buying hats and they were trying on different hats. It's something that always gets missed somehow. And I, you know, the Americans do a good job. Like if the guy wears the Imperial High Tour Visor or, you know, like Hunter in 2010 had like the big, big brim, all that stuff. Like, you know, they did a good job. They just went to their suppliers, like, give me an unbranded with the Ryder Cup and USA on it. Somehow Europe has missed that because I can tell you firsthand, both Medina and 2010, the 2000 involved with Team Europe, the guys were like literally, you know, their wives were in there buying tons of hats. And then you saw the hats that were out of the gift shop on their heads. So a little weird that way that they missed that boat, but I don't know. That's... I love Medina on it, right? <laughs> just, like, no, it wasn't that way, but it was like, you know, I can tell you specifically, like if you look at uh, who's the player, there's a couple like Poulter's visors. Like he has like kind of a, you know, the low brim ones, but like it's a little bit thicker. His wife was in there and like they were like literally trying on whatever visors. He had like straight out of the gift shop visors. So I don't know. I don't know how that gets missed. And again, I think in the Olympics, I think why Rory probably didn't wear the hat is they're forced to have the Adidas logo on it. I think Nike probably weighed in on that. I think Ryder Cup's different because you don't have any branding. But at the same time, like I think having the Adidas logo on the front of the hat is you know, someone higher up said, Rory, you're going Robert Rock this week. Yeah, Rory, you got too good of a head of hair to let that be covered this week. So when you get the Nike logo back on... We hey, two things real quick. Robert Rock is a beautiful man. Number Hell two... Yeah. Got like this buttery soft flow, and his eyes are a little bit sunken, so the sun never bothered him. But I like that. I like that Robert Rock uh, reference. Very nice. Looks great in Oscar Jacobson, a brand that's never made it to North America. Yeah, Looks absolutely. beautiful in that clothing. That's great sweaters. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think I think Rory should. Um... Oh shoot, what was I going to go with that? I completely lost my thought. It'll come back to me. You're thinking about Robert Rock and his dreamy hair. Oh, oh, I got it now. You're talking about him not wearing the Adidas logo on it. I think he should have done something like MJ. Because remember when MJ, when the, when the Dream Team won, and we were with four of the flag over the jersey, so the Reebok wasn't there? He should have put, like, he should have pinned an Irish flag or something to the, the hat to cover up the Adidas. Just something really in your face. Like, look, I'll wear this, but you ain't going to get me with the three stripe on me. But I got a picture of Robert Rock on my hat just for that's just what for notoriety. Yes. Yeah. I, I like that idea. Now, is Rory on the same level as MJ? Mm, not sure. Rory but. is not even on the same level as MJ's security team, in my opinion, right now. He's trash. <laughs> Rory's dead. Sabat- Sabatini. Right? Rory Sabatini is great. <laughs> He's an <laughs> Olympic medalist. Think about that. That guy will never lose that in his career bio now. Olympic silver medalist. Rory Sabatini. South Special African? Days. Nope. Slovakian. <laughs> yeah. Like, straight up. Guy knew he had something for that course out there, and he just wasn't going to take no for an answer. I wonder, how that, I wonder how that conversation transpired. Like, you know what you could do? Just saying. Is this like a dinner conversation one day, or he's got somebody working on this, like, doing the math behind the scenes? Well, apparently he started, he began, he began the process the minute they announced golf was going to be in the Olympics. And then he started doing it. And he was like, oh, is, this, not is this not his like, like third or fourth wife though? I'm Googling this right now. It might not be his original wife. 
did he specifically go find a country and find a new wife in that country but is it i i don't know if it's i he might have like Salakian heritage like i don't know because if you have like a small amount you can all like if you're like 50 percent or 40 percent you can apply for it. I know this, some South Africans that did it through, uh, they became German citizens because like their grandparents were from Germany. So oh, this gets even like, Hey guys, um, I'm just asking for a friend. What if you weren't good enough to make your country's golf team and wanted to like defect and uh, acquire? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. easy. All you got to do is move there and find someone to marry. And he's like, oh, what what'd you say? Sorry, I was just booking flights to yeah. Slovakia. Just on, on online dating sites in Slovakia. Perfect. Yeah, love it. I, I'm just going to throw this out there. I, this, there is no factual information, but I am pretty sure that he applied through his ex-first wife, and they are now divorced. Oh, God. So I have <laughs> there's a lot of information on the internet right now that I have no idea is true, but... Uh, it looks like his first wife was from Slovakia. His next wife looks like she's from like Scottsdale. Walks off like eighteen, that. signs the scorecard, then he signs the divorce papers. Perfect. Oh, and now he's back to what South African again? All within the time span of receiving a silver medal, like that. He's there's a, way too much information here. I gotta stop. All right, back to the pod. Rabbit hole. Getting sucked in, Dave. I gotta stir my rice. Back. I'll be back. Um. <laughs> One thing that we do have to, I, I, we do have to talk about briefly, not long, but we got to say the clock was turned back this weekend. Uh, this just changing pace from the Olympic talk. Annika taking down U.S. Senior Women's Open. It's just a stellar week. Um, sick to watch her playing well. Always nice to watch Annika play good golf. Uh, the few highlights I did see, it's just, yeah, it's nice to watch Annika play. It's always the dreamiest swing. I was pretty excited because I watched a couple months ago. You know, she got back into golf because of her kids, and that was kind of cool. That lake, no you know, she has a yeah, like she just wanted to show her kids that she used to be good at golf, and I think it's pretty cool. Um, also, noticed that she had the Cabot logo on uh, on her bag, which is pretty neat. A little shout out to those boys, but you know, she's going to be the ambassador for their Cabot St. Lucia. So, kind of a neat little Lake Nona meets Cabot, but. Yeah, and still rocking the Callaway, still, you know, got the Rossi two going, but pretty cool to see her win. Yeah, that's huge. That's I mean that it, like you said, that's very interesting, just inspiring to see like as a as a retired player to come back and just be like, I just want to do this for my kids. Like, hey, check out what I can do. It's it's kind of like the Tiger thing, you know, like when he won the Masters, it's like, yeah, I just wanted to win something for my kids. Like they'd never see me win anything. They didn't see like the magic behind me. So yeah, that is really cool. It's Good on what about Michael Jordan came back? His comeback was not well. <laughs> which one? The first one? After baseball. Well, that's different. That's still in the prime of his career. What was the second one when he went to the Wizards? Right. Yeah, that was a tough return. That he came back season. a little bit heavy. <laughs> that was to sell tickets. That was to sell yeah. tickets. <laughs> that was to grow the franchise. <laughs> We got to give a quick shout out to Dale Trail's mom. I think he was playing in this uh, U.S. Senior Women's. There was a lot of social media attention around a woman that was hacking darts out there playing. I can't remember what her name was, but uh, we'll just assign her as Dale Trail's mom. So congratulations. Nice placing. I believe that was Laura Davies. Hacking darts? No, I don't think she smokes. <laughs> she doesn't? I thought she nope. did at one point. Never mind. 
I was well, fortunate enough to caddy in her group one day at the diner. Uh, and she was an interesting lady to watch hit balls, man. She is a big lady and she never uses his tee ever. Oh, yeah, that's right. Even yeah. with driver? Even with driver. She takes two clubs to the tee on a on a hole where she hits driver and like does the old bang the turf, creates the mound, gives the wedge back to the caddy, and then she hits driver off the mat. It's ridiculous. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Takes the left side of the golf course out of play. So it's the anti left move, right? Very cool. Maybe that's what I need. Something you need on 17 today. I got stymied in a tree. It was interesting. In, in the tree. In the tree. It's not in it, not around this. the tree, in the tree. So proceed to tell more. We're like a bushy tree, like a like, yeah, bad bounce, lots of trunk. Like, did, did you, you look... attempt to climb up? I Sergio did. Yeah, I climbed to the top and. Like it was this like a very very much like an Alice in Wonderland type situation? Like if you look down the hole, like you might disappear for a little while. Yeah. See a rabbit running down there. I'm late, I'm late, I'm late. Actually, it was quite magical today. Uh both Jason and I were talking about the amount of wildlife that was on the golf course today. It was crazy. And the lack of golfers on a holiday Monday. Uh, eventually it got busier, but like the first few groups, there was nobody out there. So you know that's nice. interesting. Redwoods nice was like place. that today, too. Was it? surprisingly nice and quiet loved it david um, you got any golf plan this week uh no my tailor made gear is supposed to arrive this week so i might Ooh. hit a few range sessions but yeah just men's night at west Mount thursday that's it and then next week i just learned that you can't drive across the border you have to actually fly so I think my U.S. Mid-Am qualifier is out, considering $1,700 to fly from Toronto to Buffalo, six-minute flight. What? So wow. don't think I'm making that trip. So. Up. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. Well, no, I across the border, I guess it's not considered work, right? Is there a reason? You can't, why- you, do you know that you cannot drive across the land borders right now into the United States? I just for, any, for any reason, even if it's work? any right? reason, anything. Huh. He probably could for some reason. Like you, could. I, I, I could. it would let me cross. Yeah, you, you can. You back, can go though. from the U.S. to Canada. You cannot go from Canada to the U.S. right now via vehicle. I just learned this all like huh. three hours ago. Hence why I'm reapplying for my birth certificate, mm-hmm. trying to get that done. Mama Brisson's asking a lot of questions. Like, why are you asking where I lived, where where I was born in nineteen whatever? How old was uh, how old were you? What kind of moon was it out? <laughs> exactly. Like, She's like, you know, if Mercury was in line with Uranus too, right? Like, hey, 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 Uranus, San Diego. <laughs> well, yeah. the only thing I got to say is next week when we talk, we'll uh, hopefully. I didn't shoot a million at the Modern Meet Open. I'm excited for you guys. Like, I think we should go live. The caddy, maybe we should just like, everyone should just go live on Instagram or something. Just birdie putts. I don't know. Yeah. Are all three of you guys playing? Yep. Love it. Sure. Everybody Love it. Live. Saturday, Sunday? Yeah. Saturday, Sunday? Yeah. Next week. I'll be mission time. control next week. Sorry. Next week too, it is a busy go- busy week on the PGA Tour. We do have the Barracuda as well, obviously as the FedEx St. Jude going to Memphis. Um, yeah, and then we're right into playoffs now. Like it's, it's modern meet opens the kickoff of the silly season now. 
basically, yeah, we're just uh, the pre-FedEx Cup playoffs event. So, like that, we're basically the Barracuda. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I would say <laughs> there's no FedEx Cup points, so we're all good with that. You just get plant-based meat instead. Hey man, Boom. you can do something with those points. You can't do anything with those FedEx points. They're useless. Sure. At least I can cook that. But I did meat. learn something. Sorry, Pace. I, was, I just want to let these guys know about what we learned from Steve at uh, about when you should show up to the golf course. Uh, Code's dad, Steve, good friend of the show, no sleep. Steve, shout out to you, my man. But he always was telling us how he just likes to get to the golf course like extremely early, not to hit balls, not to do anything, just to kind of stand beside the putting green, lean on it, and just think about what could potentially happen today. <laughs> and he's like, me. Today could be a day, and he just like, yeah, I thought that was super funny. So I'll be at Modern Meat Newlands uh, as the sun is rising, just pondering Standing beside the green of what could happen. That talk day. to the animals, get a feel, right? Becoming one with the grass. Just hope the mushrooms are not. You're not peeking on the mushrooms at that point. <laughs> yeah. If uh, if anyone's out at Newlands next weekend, a little bit early before their tea time, to see a barefooted guy leaning on his putter beside the green, just don't bug him. He's, yeah, he's really getting into his process. As a yogi. Yeah. I, I think I think there was a famous golf movie that they might have said, no, 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 or be, be one with the hole, be the ball. Yeah. So just be one with the grass. It'll be fine, Tom. Yeah. Just hoping not to be one with that in course out of bounds on like hole four or five, whatever one that one is. Six, is. seven, twelve. Already, th- already thinking about it. That's gonna be great. That's yeah. That's not, that, if that's in your head, <laughs> oh, one with the golf course and the out of bounds stakes on four or five, seven, eleven, twelve, and seventeen. Got a lucky bounce, hopefully. I don't hate it. Yeah. I don't hate it. Um, anything else that you guys would like to cover this afternoon? Al Lowry's gone from the Raptors. Poor Canada. We've lost our superstar. Where'd Lowry go? Miami. Whoa, I didn't even see that. No way. Oh, that's a bad day for him. Damn. And uh, shout out to our Canadian women's soccer team who beat Team America. Hey, oh. Redemption. Bob Marley insert. Redemption song. Yeah. That's all I got. I could 37 go deep, hours I could go on the couch. Into, that's all I got. <laughs> I could go deep into like what happened in the NHL over the past week, but that's really not worth this conversation here. I would love to. Maybe another pod, but that was some craziness as well. Shout out to the NHL. I love this time of the year. Um, yeah, thank you, boys. This is always a pleasure. Uh, we will be back next week, probably late or Monday, I'm going to assume, depending how what happens with the modern meet open. If Parks takes it low, maybe goes into a playoff, might get heated. You never know. Let's just see you next Monday. See you next Monday. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You guys will be one with the golf course by Sunday night. Tom will be barefoot. Barefoot. You got it. Awesome. All right, boys and girls. Thank you, everybody. And we will chat with you all next week. Bye-bye.